Jesse, open your mouth. Spread your legs. Clear. What's up, what's up, people? It's your boy Pistol Pete. Stay y'all talk. Today we got my brother Scott Stoss in the building, legendary producer, you know, superstar producer in the building. Uh, he's not the typical guy that comes through here, you know, that could tell me, you know, some war stories from prison, you know, and we could take that actual walk and talk about that jail life and all that. But he's here today to share with us all his trials and tribulations of his his uh, uh, demons, the demons that he had to fight in order to overcome his addiction and drugs, you know what I'm saying? His loss of everything, his comeback and all that. So with that being said, I don't want to get into it no further. Let's just get right into it, man. It's your boy Pistol Pete and that yard talk, man. Legendary Scott Starr, let's get it. When you're in that Tampa Bay area, make sure you reach out to my boy, Gus Torres, man. If you want anything that has to do with real estate, man, make sure you hit them up. You get the lowest prices and the finest houses, man. Trust me when I tell you. But don't forget to mention my name. You already know that Pistol Peter gets you that early discount. And that's my brother, man, Gus Torres. You already know, out in the Tampa Bay area. Make sure you hit them up, man. Sell, buy, invest, all that. Make sure you hit them up, man, because he focused with that out there. Tampa Bay, you already know, it's your boy Pistol, man. Get at me. You already know what it is. Your boy Pistol Pete's the dog in the yard. It's that yard talk. Today's a special, whole special episode. We got my brother Scott Storrs. You know what I'm saying? Legendary Scott. You know what I'm saying? Yes, sir. What up, man? Incredible producer, you know, superstar producer. The whole vibe. And we just sitting here, we're going to sit back and, and talk about a little bit of uh, all the changes in the trials and tribulations and the demons that you have gone through and all that and how you came back and bounced out, you know what I mean? And you're doing good together and it'll be all happy for you and it's a blessing to Thank and you. all the great Thank things you. that you're doing. You feel me? Yes, sir. Happy to be here, man. What's up, man? How you been, Scott? I'm great. I'm great. I'm blessed, man. I'm like uh, living proof that there's like life after death. Facts. <laughs> for real. Like, yeah. I, I went through a lot of shit, you know, a lot of people know my story, and, you know, obviously you've seen it unfold. Right. You've seen me go from, you know, amassing a hundred million dollar fortune and making, you know, some of the biggest records of all time to spending my time hanging out, you know, with girls and, you know, snorting cocaine and, and just completely fucking off everything that I had built. Yeah, you know, I'm going to tell you something, Scott, before we eat, uh... I've been in a lot of people's houses, right? <laughs> you know, a lot of big celebrities and all that. But I'm gonna tell you something. Yo, crib. I just was telling my, I was telling my crew, I was like, Scott, when I went to Scott's house, I was like, damn. Scott, Tony Montana oh, shit. Yeah, it was just like Tony Montana shit. Lined up, you know, how you go to Foot Locker, you got the Adidas on one section. Oh, yeah. They got the Nikes on the other section. You had, you had everything divided. It was crazy, though, you know? So, but, you know, what happened? What triggered that? You know, the girls that what got you, you know, like, I mean, you had all that, you, you you had everything in the world, basically. Well, I built it up, and then at some point along the way, I, like, came across a group of people, and, like, I ended up 
through hanging out with these people in the limelight and you know paparazzi's now because I had already made it as a producer, but people really didn't know who I was. Right. So now I'm like out in the in the, in the public eye, and you know People Magazine noticed me because I'm hanging out with some high level people, and that they kind of introduced me to the world of you know drugs. Cause I was smoking weed my whole life. Right. Weed always did me right. Yeah, that's what I was remembering you by weed. Yeah, it was weed, and then it turned into the cocoa, right. and. Uh, and that combination of cocaine and pussy just, it just set a motherfucker into orbit. And you know, I was off on some fucking Rick James shit for a minute. I mean, what, what's, could, could, you, could you like break it down for those that never really, like, you know, what, what, kind of, what kind of events, I mean, what kind of parties you used to have? I mean, what I mean, kind of, it, I mean when, you, was out, you was out there exploring, I mean, doing your thing. When the addiction started, I'm on top of the world. So when you high, you just make dumb decisions and you spend money on the dumbest shit and you're just trying to impress people and it's all about excess and greed and all that Tony Montana shit like mm. that makes you fall. You know, it's inevitable, it's just, you know? And like, I just started spending money on planes, boats, and, you know, traveling and, and just living a very high-end life. I'm, you know, 30 cars, yachts, you know, everything. Mm -hmm. And, um... You know, I had a big appetite, but that shit would have all been cool because I was already positioned to have all those things. But if I had stayed working, but I was not able to work because I was high as fuck. Mm. And I just was, you know, playing too much. I guess I was working my whole life before that. And I just was like, needed a change. And then that change went bad. Right. You know, you just thought you let me go on a, on on a fun spree. You know, yeah, let me what, treat myself and yeah. What was what was turned was fun as the money was getting spent up and as the you know my health was was kind of like on the on the down slope. Like the level of people that I was hanging out with was also going down, mm -hmm. and it was like straight. From from straight supermodels to straight hoochies in the house, and then just like all the negativity just came in the door, and just people. You the demon was definitely the demon, yeah, and then it just goes all bad. Yeah. So once you know, like, what was the? I know it was must have been difficult. You know, what I mean, going through being a, being up here, and then all of a sudden you you did, you got a whole bunch of hurt rats and shit like that running around and. Things is not the same. Yeah. I mean, what, what, you know, what would you I still didn't give a fuck. I was an addict. Yeah, like, you know, so just, nobody yeah. could tell me nothing. You know what I mean? Whatever I was doing was what I was supposed to be doing at the time in my mind. And um, I didn't listen. And then it just got to the point where I was down there like fucking homeless. Yeah. And I went through, you know, if you imagine being a, a dude who was buying airplanes and yachts and shit to being like on the street and shit. And nice. I got to that level. And it didn't take that long. Like what I built up my whole life. You know, I've destroyed and, you know, like... How long? Seven years. Mm. I destroyed that shit. And, um... What was that, 96? Like, huh? Well, no, 06, 06, 06. Yeah, no, like, 07, 08 when I started fucking around. 07? Yeah. And when, you, and when you actually, uh... Realized, I mean, what was the... the, 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 the have you tried to get off it? Or what, what was the first time that you ever... I mean, I was court-ordered one time to go to a rehab center. I, and and um, I went. And I remember when I got out, I was sober. And I, I took my car to my drug dealer's house. And I went and I bought Coke. I left the rehab and went to buy Coke. I was laughing about it the whole night. But that, I wasn't ready. So this time rehab didn't, didn't, isn't what 
got me sober. I actually got sober and I stayed sober. You took yourself to the rehab? No, I fucking didn't go to rehab. I just bought a pound of weed and told myself enough is enough and was looking at pictures of my children and just was like, yo, fuck this. I'm going to be around. I played myself. I, I know it's the impossible thing to think that I could actually rebuild this life and fix all the relationships that I destroyed and all that shit. And I was like, fuck it, I'm going to do this. I know I can do it. If anybody can do this shit, I can. And I just picked myself up and had hope. And there was so many people like, fuck him, no way. Like, he's a fucking junkie or whatever. Like, yeah, even, even the people that you thought that was going to be there for you and all that, they turned their back on you. Yeah. You know, phone calls start, you know, start looking. Everybody's changed. Yeah. Once they seen that you was, you know, you was on a whole different page. Yeah. So, um... When you decided that, you know, in your heart, you know, that you said, you know, you woke up that day and was like, you know what, I got to get my shit together. I got to, I got to, I got to rebuild my life. And mm-hmm. when, when that happened, when, 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 was, when that choice, um, it was like five and a half years ago. And, um, I met this girl and, um, let's go Florence. Um, and she kind of inspired me to do it. I mean, I had to want to do it myself. And then like, she was like, geographically in a different place. She lived in Cali, and I was in Miami doing my shit. Mm. I was like, you know, let me get out of here because I'm around all this shit. I can't get out from these people that I get high with. And I'm, I left to Cali, and I put it together, man. And I just, I met Steve LaBelle again. I re-met Steve LaBelle. He came to do an interview with me, and I was like, this is the type of person that I know. He's like a drill sergeant. He's a tough dude. He's not going to let me be lazy. He's going to fuck He's not going to let you down. Yeah, he's not going to let me Facts. down. And I, I asked him, I said, yo, man, you want to manage me? Yeah. <laughs> he's like laughing at me like, what? You want to manage you? And he's like, let me think about it. And he agreed to do it. And, you know, his style and way of resuscitating, giving CPR to my, my uh, career was not to, like, call the big stars and shit. Right. Like, no, nah, we're not going to do that. I'm not even going to do that. I was like, man, get me with Dr. Dre. I was like, give me his number. And um, he had it. He was like, I ain't got his number. But whatever. He, he took me to new artists, people that, mm-hmm. like, you know, and he was like, watch, these artists are going to blow up and you're going to get attention from that more than you would from these bigger artists. Right. You know what I mean? That's not going to help you. And it worked. Or even the older um, artists. Yeah. The new artists would look up and be like, that's got stars. I mean, you, whether whether you was fucked up and, you know, only you know that, you know, the, the trials and tribulations that you have gone through and all that with the drugs and your demons and stuff like that. But all these, the new generation, I mean, they got to appreciate Scott stars. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you're a legend in the music game, whether they, they want to accept it or not, I mean, or whatever. I mean, yeah. at the end of the day, you made your, you made your print yeah. in the game. So, I mean, it's, all the it's, it's too easy you know what yeah. I'm saying so they, um, they got no choice now but to throw the roses because like you know I did the impossible man I came back from that shit that's what and I'm I saying. have the history and the pedigree and like, all of that so like they gotta give it up now so so it's been five years and a half you've been on drugs yeah that's a good yeah. that's a good that's a good that's a, good, that's a great that's yeah. a super I'm a, happy a, a accomplishment let's healthy. give it up one time Scott thank you you know what I'm saying, and 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 I love it, man, because you, my brother, I love you since I met you. You know, you always been there for me. You held me down. You was, you know, you gave me beats when I, you know, <laughs> you, you 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 know, you never been. You always been, it's man. always been love with you. You know, you've been on my Killer Rat album. 
You know, I got features on there, you know, you know, beats from Scott Stores, you know, you you always been, you know, so me hearing, you know, going you me hearing from outside, like, damn. And look, we used to always like me and my a couple of guys, damn, what the fuck? I wish we could get a hold of Scott. You know what I'm saying? Cause he fucking up and shit like that. You know, grip, get let's go get him. And let's go, you know, let's grab him up or something. So, but we ain't never did that. So when you went in and, and next thing you know, I, I heard your Scott got the shit, he's getting the shit together. You know, we was happy for you. It was like, you know, people don't come back like that. Yeah. You know, I'm gonna tell you something. Like, I told, like I told you before, I have a good friend. He's a dope fiend his whole life. Mm -hmm. I brung him to I brung him, I brung him to Florida three times, put him in rehabs. I mean, oh my God, I did everything for the kid. You know, had him living, have his own apartment, have his own room in my house and all kind of shit. And, you know, and it never changed. He was still back. He's back in the Bronx. He's still, you know, getting high on dope. He's going to die because that's what he's terrible, man. You know what I'm saying? So, God bless him, man. So you coming from that, you coming from that, from, you know, sniffing all this coke and, you know, and you got all these women around and, you you know, you you living like Scarface on some G shit and then all of a sudden that shit just blows away. You know, it must have been a fucking horrible fucking... No, devastating. You know, it was horrible, like, you know, to, to even fucking fall asleep. I'm surprised you didn't take no fucking anxiety pills. Nah, man, the weed just... That's, you know, <laughs> like, I really believe in the weed uh, for healing, especially when it comes to these harmful drugs that'll just kill you. Um, so Steve LaBelle and I, we opened up a rehab center <clears throat> called the Heavenly Center, and we're actually curing people from, from addiction using cannabis. So not only you... Not using no more, you clean. Now you now you helping others and you yeah, open up man. your own rehab with Steve Bell and all that in, yes, in Beverly Hills. Yeah. Let's go. Thank you. Studio City. That's what I'm talking about. We love it. Nah, Thank we you, love brother. that. That's what it's about. So now, you know, you're not you're not you're not only being you're not even being selfish, you know, you you just you you open up doors to help the world. Yeah, you know man. what I'm saying? I'm balancing it too because you know, I, I'm I'm actually very busy again making music. And, you know, getting hits and platinum plaques and, you know, they coming in and, you know, we, we doing a lot of shit. So it's hard to dedicate the time, but I do it, man, because, you know, it's, it's in my heart, man, to, like, prevent others to go through what I went through. Basically, how much drugs you used to use a day, you think? <laughs> I mean, it varied, but, like, a, a lot. Like, me personally, I was consuming at least a quarter ounce of cocaine every day. But, you know, I always had... Mad people around, so we were we were going through a brick like it was nothing. We were throwing straight out the brick. Damn, yeah, we had to stamp shit on the shit. Yeah. yeah, you was getting a raw dog. You know, you <laughs> wasn't going through you know Pablo and all that Julio. You was going to the man. Yeah. Damn. Yeah, it was bad, man. To me, that shit is a lot. Like you, a motherfucker like me that never fucking sniffed no shit. You talking about a brick and all that? Yeah, it was bad, man. A lot of people, a lot of people drink and do coke to wake up. I would drink to come down from the coke because I was just coke, 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 coke. Right. Where's your family in all this? Doing all this? Yeah. Um, they were nearby, you know, but you know, I don't know. They 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 had their own issues, you know, different ways, and uh, right, and they weren't really a pillar to lean on for sure. Okay. How's the family now? I mean, you talked about your son. I knew you have a newborn. Yeah, he's I mean, amazing. Uh, he's amazing. He's That's amazing. little Scott, man. He's inspiration man. to keep it all good, man. Like, every, yeah. Like, Congratulations, thank man. Thank you, thank you. He looks just like you, looks, man. <laughs> Cute as hell, man. Yeah, he's cool, man. It's cool, right? It's a, good, it's, it's a blessing, huh? Yeah, yeah. You know, have your little one running around, running around driving you crazy. Yo, yeah. come here, get over here. I had a moment the other day where I was sitting in this chair right here, 
and I'm making a beat with somebody, and I seen him. He just started walking. Okay. And I seen him like he was looking in, like he didn't come in, but he was just like looking in and watching me do my thing. And it was just such a precious moment to me. It was just like fucking Facts. incredible. It's going, you're going to do a whole bunch of those, man. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's going to be a little bunch of those. Yes, sir. But the more you spend time with him, the more shit you're going to see that you're going to love. Oh, yeah. You know, so, mm -hmm. um, um, so that's good, man. You have an older son, too, as well. I have right? a 29-year-old son, Steven. How's that relationship going? Incredible. He's like... Like one of my best friends. It's like amazing. We're we're you know cl very close in age because I had him really young. So we just hang out. We smoke trees together, and just, I do the same thing with like, my son. We smoke trees. My boy. That's know? my boy too. Yeah, and he's a good kid. Like he's like he's got a good heart. And I have a daughter at seven years old, Scarlett. Amazing. Oh really? Beautiful girl. Yeah. Oh shit! I got a daughter. She's seven too. Yeah. Oh no shit. Yeah 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 yeah. We go. That's good. That's good. That's a great feeling, man. And daughters is a whole different thing. For you, Utah. Yeah, that's a whole different thing. It changes. The crew whole, can tell you that one. The whole way of thinking. The whole shit. You don't see I'm a nice guy? <laughs> my daughter changed my my daughter got me. Like I'm like, oh shit. That, I love that feeling though. Yeah. You know, that feeling just your kids, you know, especially when you focus and all that. You know, now you focus, you got your kids. The oldest son is like your best friend. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's not like he's your best friend, you know what I'm saying? So you know, you're doing I'm happy for you. It's man. balanced, man. You know, like it's all balanced, and all yeah, you're gonna, all you're gonna keep. I heard you got a, uh, some sort of uh, uh, album deal. I mean, yeah, I'm doing a, a bunch of singles right now on Atlantic Records, and, and putting some. I just had something out with Tyga and Ozuna, the Fuego del Calor record. It did really well, you know, in the Latin world because it was a predominantly Latin record. Mm -hmm. And um, you know, I'm just working on new stuff now, putting some ideas. Top secret Can't stuff. Some real top secret shit. Yeah. Can't give us one nothing. No, we got some shit coming. Mm. We got we got a trick up our sleeve. Okay. Yeah. So Scott, um, on 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 your come up since off drugs and back focus and you know and doing your thing, um, who you have worked with recently? Um, man, well, my first record back on the on the thing is. The Game and Jeremiah. That was like what kind of like broke the ice. That mm. All Eyes record. It did really well. And um, I, I worked on um, Trippy Red, A Boogie. Um, I mean, countless artists. Roddy Rich. Okay. Did Down Below. And, you know, like we're sort of like in part, you know, helping break these artists. And, you know, like I was saying, the, my instructions from Steve was like, yo, let's get these new artists and blow up with them. Because they're going to be yes. more willing to open the door. Of course. And, and we did that, man. You know, but Not only that, you know, look, they look up to you. You're a legend in this game. You, yeah. I mean, you, 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 just, you, you, you step your, your print is here in the game. So it's like up-and-coming artists. I mean, why not work with Scott Storrs? Yeah. We've seen, we've seen some crazy shit happen, even with the new artists. You know, it's crazy. Cause, it's a different world. You know, I mean, everybody knows that I was... You know, before all the drama happened, I was involved in, in working with, with Takashi 6 9 Right. You know, so we, we actually made some hits for him and Tory Lanez. You know, a lot of people, you know, a lot of people fucking, you know, it's hard, man. It's hard yeah. out there. And he's, you know, the artists are artists at the end of the day. So let me ask you a question. Would you ever do uh, another song with or uh, help out 6 9 on anything? You know, that's a, that's a funny question. I don't even want to answer that question. But, you know, I'm, <laughs> I'm working on other shit right now. Would you say that? <laughs> But, yeah, I feel you, man. So you know, uh, um, we usually don't, um, like I said, this is a special, uh, you know, uh, episode on the dog in the yard. And um, I want to just thank you, man. You know, Scott, for the, uh, you know, giving me the opportunity to come to your house and open the door. Oh man, all love, brother. You know, and, and having you on the dog in the yard. Cause, yes, 
This is this is that vibe. Thank you know you, what I'm saying? You. And this is for the youth. You know what I'm saying? I want the youth to see that you could you could come back from addiction. You know what I'm saying? You could go back and be like, you know what? Let me get off this shit because this is what I want to do. It gets greater later. Exactly. I always said that. It always, it'll always get greater later. That's yes. a fact. You know what I'm saying? Let me ask you one more question, um, Scott. What's up with, uh, do you, how you feel about jail reform? You know? You know, I don't know too much about what's going on. I can't front, like, but, you know, if you can enlighten me a little okay. bit. Okay. Jail reform, meaning, like, the jail system, just like out here, they need the, 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 the as far as the brutality that's going on. Oh, with yeah. Police. So in jails, they got a lot of crooked shit going on, too. Of course. So do you think people. that we need jail reform? 100%. 100%. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so we so we know we could count on, on Scout on that support. I support on that change. It. 100%. What's up, what's up, people? It's your boy Pistol Pete. Welcome back to that Yard Talk. I want to thank my brother Scott Storch for coming through first and foremost, breaking his uh his his trials and tribulations, uh, how he fought his demons, how he fight his demons to this day, how he's focused today, you know what I'm saying? How he how his comeback, you know, he has come back since. You know, a multiple platinum um um plats. You know, he's working with a whole bunch of new artists. I mean, he's focused like never before. And I want to salute that brother, man, because it's not easy to overcome drugs and come back. And he's doing his thing. He has opened up a rehab in Beverly Hills with my good friends, um, Steeler Bell. I mean, like he's not only thinking of himself no more. He's thinking about helping others, and that's what it's about. You know what I'm saying? And with that being said, I want to thank my brother Scott Storch for coming through, man. It was an honor you coming through on this platform. Appreciate it, man. You already know. Keep doing your thing, man. It's your boy Pistol Pete and that Yard Talk. Let's get it. Splash. One, two. This is a step. This is a gangsters do it. Splash, step, one, two I'm in a whole lot of zones Zones, they look like kaleidoscopes I got the white for the white boy that's sniffing the shit Then he's eat down the slopes I got the can for that lady that thinks she could take it But know that she can't I got that word for that word that's gonna work Right after it works, look, I put